See what you made me do? here man yes sir ronnie j is in the building man what's up hey man no, nothing much man how you doing happy new year happy definitely new bro year. it's the first show of the new year yeah man it's first uh, show of 2019 episode 13 i think i think we are 13 sound about right 13 um so we here man uh we appreciate everybody who's checking us out every, each and every week man uh we see that you know we get a lot of feedback a lot of support so we appreciate it man definitely as um, always so let's go ahead and jump right into it, man. It's uh heading into the NFL playoffs. We got a lot to discuss this week, guys. Uh, uh NFL playoffs, Black Monday, uh, no pun intended. <clears throat> um we also have the national championship in college football coming up. And uh we got some NBA also. Uh, LeBron James has been out the last few games and the Lakers uh surely miss him. Mm. Uh the MVP race is heating up, as well as the All-Star vote uh, race is also heating up. So we're going to try to touch on all of those today on this first episode of the new year. This is kind of weird. I still don't feel like it's a new, like... 2019. <laughs> it's weird, man. It feels like we've been in December for a year. Bro. <laughs> um, so let's, let's jump right into it, man. Uh, the, the playoffs are set. Um, Saturday, we got the Colts and the Texans. Uh, who else we got? We got the Seahawks and the Cowboys. Yep. And, and Sunday, mm-hmm. Ravens, Chargers. Yep. And Eagles, Bears. Hmm. Let's start with Saturday first. You already know that. Let's <laughs> start with Saturday first. So, the Colts and the Texans. Colts and Houston. Um, mm. Division game. Which is weird. This is the third <laughs> time they playing this year. And I know that's probably one of the hardest things to do. Um is to go and try to play another team. Three times, bro. <laughs> like they know all of your tendencies. They've seen you on film. <laughs> they see you on film every year. Like, bro. <laughs> so three times. Yeah. I hated playing teams twice. Yeah. Definitely. But I mean, it's, it's a battle of the young quarterbacks, man. 
Yeah, yeah. Is he? Is, can we still call him young? I was just about to say. I I think he still ain't crossed that threshold of being a vet, an old <laughs> guy yet. But I mean, not too young, not too old. Yeah, I take it. He's been in the playoffs before, right? Like <clears throat> yeah, twice. Yeah. Maybe even three. I want to say the last time he beat the Chiefs. And as a matter of fact, the last time he was in the playoffs was Deflategate. Yep. <laughs> so I did. I did hear like somebody on ESPN talking about that this morning. I'm like, uh, <laughs> so, yeah. we ain't even about to dive back into that. Got to redeem himself, man. Uh, so yeah, I think the. I think this game is, like I said, it's going to come down to the quarterbacks. Uh, also definitely going to come down to who can run the football against either defense. And that's because that's like, honestly, the main like hole in each team's offense is like a solid like tailback. Yeah. Because, uh, I mean, it's, it's, it's guys who are pretty decent, but... I'm team Marlon Mack for sure. I will see. Sure. I like Marlon Mack, but I don't want him as my 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 starter, like my guy. I don't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's not your guy. He's not my guy. <laughs> oh, I'm not. Mm-mm. So you going with Lamar Miller? That's what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Cause see, he's shown he he has shown flashes. Yeah, plenty of flashes, but that's the problem. All you get is flashes. Yeah, definitely. Because, I mean, speed, he got it. And, like, he's not like he's he's he could be the the only piece that offense needs left outside of an offensive line. <laughs> yeah. But it's just one, he not he don't stay consistent. He always hurt, blah, blah, blah. So it's hard to pick. The opposite team playing Andrew Luck because he's been playing out of his mind. Yeah, definitely. And just just like we spoke on earlier, T.Y. Hilton is the only threat (laughs) at wide out for Andrew Luck. Show some respect to Chester Rogers. Okay, look. (laughs) Look now. Look now. Hey, it's Chester. Come on, man. Bro. (laughs) <laughs> T.Y. Hilton is the only real consistent threat. But every week you check his stats, he's he's going for like 130 plus. I'm like, bro, how? One, he only got like two routes. <laughs> a slant and a fly. But every week it's like 120, 110, 130, one something. Like, bro, how? Yeah. How? I think it's a, a credit to Andrew Luck, man. Spreading the ball around. It's going to have to be. Because, I mean, you got T.Y. You got Chester Rogers. No. You got Zach Pascal. Yeah. My guy. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And then it's just a bunch of dudes. <laughs> like, I don't know who's playing tight end right now. I got you, bro. Oh yeah, yeah, Ebron. yeah, Eric Ebron is there. He Pro Bowl season. He mm-hmm. had a great year this year. Yeah, I forgot all about Ebron. Mm-hmm. But outside of that, you got you got Mac. 
you got eh. like, I don't, I don't, I don't. <laughs> Well man who you uh who you who you think will pull this one out man Coach Texans I want to say Colts but I don't like the Colts. <laughs> Something tells me that Andrew Luck is gonna keep being Andrew Luck. Like he he ain't <clears throat> give me Houston, but only because I don't like the Colts. Fair. My mind is telling me Colts though. My heart just won't let me pick them. Yeah, well, I'm I'm all in on the Colts. Um, I think that their offensive line will be the will be the deciding factor in this game. I think the because I've watched them the last three weeks and they are some road graders. <laughs> they move people out of the way. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think Chris Covington will be able to get and do anything on the on the front. Um, you got Watt and Clowney on the edges. That's fine. I get it. They're great. But uh, if he can move up in the pocket, <laughs> that's that's always great for him. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I, I don't expect him to be outside of the, the, the pocket, you know, trying to make plays. I mean, he probably can and will maybe mm-hmm. one or two throws. But oh, yeah. for the most part, he'll be stepping up in the pocket and getting the ball out quick. Um I think I think they'll I think they'll win. Uh, like you said, I I want Deshaun Watson to win a playoff game. Um, yeah, and just because of the fact that I I think he's probably gonna be one of the better quarterbacks in the future. Uh, but yeah, I'm going Colts, man. I think they're gonna just be too much up front. Hey, I swear the game is won, man. We know this, yeah, right? All this, <laughs> if anything, but um, I mean. My problem with the Colts that I've always had with them is corners and safeties. I don't like mm-hmm. them. Oh, yeah. Mm-mm. I don't like them at all. Nope. And then somebody got to check 10. Yes. Yes, they do. Oh. I, I really think Hopkins is going to go stupid. <laughs> I mean, absolutely. Yeah, he should. Like, he should, for sure. Insane. Yeah. And then you got Watson. He's still going to make his plays. If you can get anything out of the running game. It's a plus, for sure. Anything. And then, just like you said, Clowney, Watt. Those linebackers, are, they don't get enough credit. For sure. But those... those, those those linebackers make plays, and then corners and safeties ain't that bad. You got Tyron Matthew, who I haven't like watched him that much lately, but he's still Tyron Matthew. Mm-hmm. And you know, I just think somehow, some way, <laughs> you got to score. Does get. See, I stink with her. I stink with scores. <laughs> but um, if I had to pull one out, mm, give me 28-24. Mm. Houston. Ooh, see, I had it higher. 
I had it higher. I had 31-28 Colts. See, it can be high scoring. It can be. I don't know if I think this one will turn out to be, though. It can be, though. So, I, hey. That's fair, man. I'm all for it. But... And that's the that's the early game Saturday. Uh, Four thirty five. The night game on Saturday. Mm. <laughs> Not okay. This is the only thing I'm gonna say on this. And it's not because I just hate the Cowboys, but out of all four wild card games, this is the most disgusting game <laughs> on the entire slate. Why? Like that, why is that? Honestly, <laughs> it's not even because of y'all, bro. I hate watching the Seahawks play. <laughs> and then you just add it to, like, the whole cowboy, like, thing. It, you you got to <laughs> hear cowboy fans all week. And then the game come on. It's the only game on. It's the last game. It's the late game. So you might watch it, and then you have to watch the Seahawks play. Like, bro, yeah. ew. <laughs> um, I think it. I think this game is gonna surprise some people, man. It low key. It should has the potential to. Um, I think that we're the more complete team. I know it's crazy, yeah. like. As it sounds, because I know people are like, oh, they got Russell Wilson. And I just, I don't know. I think on on tape and on paper, we are the more complete team. I think so, too. I, I honestly don't get how that team won 10 games. <laughs> I don't like the offense. The offense is the quarterback, mm-hmm. Wilson. <laughs> Your best receiver is Tyler Lockett. Tyler Lockett. <laughs> With respect to Doug Ball. With respect to Doug Ball. He battled some injuries. You know. Doug has been declining in my eyes these last couple years. He had his chance once Tate left. Yeah. He I'm not gonna lie, he balled up. The problem with Doug Baldwin in my eyes is that he worried about too much stuff off the field now, and he trying to be this, this, this whatever you call it, uh, <laughs> uh, with Doug Baldwin. But I mean, line okay, they're not bad. It's kind of like the same guys who've been playing. Okay, cool, boom. Dude, cousin, bro, had tailback. And they all led the league in rushing. Which I, <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you, I've, I've said this multiple times. I don't understand how. Yeah, me neither. Like, uh, like they, those three guys might make one decent back. Mm-hmm. Pretty combined. Good. And then I don't like the guys who are playing. <sighs> I mean, who like who's playing corner now? Who's playing safety? Who? Yeah. Who's playing linebacker? Bob Wagner. Okay, he's <laughs> still there. Okay. 
Mm-hmm. Who else? Like I, I, I honestly don't see greatness in this team. Yet, somehow, ten games. Yeah. Um. I. Th- it's weird. Um. Like you said, they they run the football. They got a, guys on defense uh, similar. They. I feel like they're the Colts. Yeah. <laughs> the, the spinning image Honestly, of the Colts. Uh, without T. Y. Hilton, because your best receiver title a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they just they just found a way to win, man, and they just uh. They're led by their quarterback, uh, with respect yes. to to their quarterback. Yes, I, I I I've always spoke on him. He yeah. he finds ways. Yeah, that's all I can say about that. And I mean, going into this, I was more so glad that we're not playing in Seattle. Um, Super fat. Because if we were playing there, I probably would not be as confident. You <laughs> uh, sound crazy, but. That twelfth man is like real. <laughs> like, it's definitely legit. Like it's like oh, it's no advantage. Huh? Yes, it mm-hmm. is. It actually, it actually is. Especially in playoffs. That's why. Um, See, on the field, as as far as the Cowboys side, um, Dak Prescott has again showed me that if I want somebody to go to war with, I'm taking Dakota Rain. Um, Dakota Rain. He, he's he's coming with me uh, if I need to go anywhere <laughs> that we need to get out of a tough spot because he he's gonna most likely get us out of it. Uh, I'll take that. the running back is the leading rusher for the second time in three years. Um, <coughs> what more do I need to say about him? Uh, the guy just comes in and <laughs> and. Brings his uh, what's what, what did coach call it? The lunch pail. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he brings his lunch pail with him, man. Uh, not a flashy guy at all. Just gets it done. Um, receivers, we know who they are. Um, Do we now? We 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 know who they are because it's Amari and his supporting cast. Right. Um, uh, Cole Beasley, Michael Gallup have stepped up lately. Michael Gallup. Lately, they stepped up. So I'm hoping that carries over into the playoffs. Uh. Because if that happens, I think that we are almost, almost unbeatable, mm-hmm. in in terms of just the way we can move the ball and not focus on a mark. Uh, defensively, I think as long as we have the same, I feel like we need the same game plan that we had against the Saints. Keep the pressure coming from the Inside. middle. <laughs> And if he tries to go outside, run him down. Uh, the two linebackers should have a big day in this game for us. Um, I'm just excited, man. I think I'm. This is the first time I feel like I can talk about us now because we we accomplished something, right? Like yeah. I didn't, I felt like I couldn't really speak on us as a team until we did something because we just never do. <laughs> we, we never get. To this point, yeah, so I still couldn't tell you that one, but. <laughs> it's just weird, man. I have no idea, but finally we put the pieces together. Um, so I'm looking at, I'm looking at us going into this one, man. I'm thinking somewhere around similar to the score that we had for the Texans and the Colts, twenty-eight, twenty-four, somewhere around there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's just two teams that. They have good defenses and they play 
pretty good on offense. They just run the ball. <laughs> See, here's my thing about this game. This could really be a trap game. Yes. For y'all. Mm-hmm. Just because. Now, granted, I don't like the Seahawks. I don't want to watch the Seahawks. They are <laughs> boring to me. But let's not forget, still the Seahawks. Pete Carroll and those guys. Number three. <laughs> like, I do think that Pete Carroll will come into this game and have a great scheme. Yes, that's something we can we can hang our hat on that for sure. And then with those guys that he has, he can create a scheme that can kind of throw y'all off because as most teams know, playing y'all, the main goal is to stack the box and make Dak win. Mm-hmm. Which is what they will do. Yep. But here's the problem with that. The Seahawks defense. While they might not have names because they they surely don't, <laughs> they still have guys who have played with and under those names. Yeah. So they're very prepared. So these guys can come in and still make something shape, Mm -hmm. which I think they will. And Dak, I feel you. I would go to war with him. The problem is everything that leads up to that war. Mm -hmm. Because... If he has to come through late, I'm cool with that. It's just the first quarter, second quarter, and third quarter. Who <laughs> will he be? <laughs> because Zeke, he's Zeke. Lyman, we already know. When you make Dak win, now it's easier because y'all have Cooper. Yes. It's a lot easier. Mm-hmm. But it's still like, can he keep things controlled until like crunch time, that area? If he can, y'all will win. If Pete Carroll comes through... Seattle. It could get a little ugly. Yeah. So it's like. Yeah. I really don't know which way to lean, just because it all falls on how much Pete Carroll like plans and schemes and how his team comes out. Because as I've said plenty of times on here, I still do not. Like y'all defense. <laughs> they play well. I will give them that. But I don't. 
have faith in them to play up in big moments. Okay. And just like Dak, if three has the ball in his hands late Mm -hmm. and he has to come up with something, I don't know. Yeah. This I I I'm with you. I'm, so I'm like with you. I like I honestly don't know how to lean. It all falls on game plan scheme and how y'all make adjustments to said game plan and scheme. Yep. Because y'all still have to run the ball. If y'all don't, y'all will lose. I don't care who stacks it. You stack nine. You stack ten. Y'all have to run the ball. That's what y'all do. Yep. And y'all have linemen, great linemen for it. So, that's why it kind of falls on your head coach and OC. Mm -hmm. Don't get pass happy as a lot of these teams do now. Yep. They like, eh, well, they plan on stacking the box, so let's throw the ball 60 times a game. If Dak throws the ball 60 times a game, I don't care who y'all playing. I don't care if y'all playing Fairfield, Moody, Rolf. Like, <laughs> y'all will lose. Yeah. Because that's sure. not what, that's not who he is. That's not who y'all are. Yep. So, long story short, I really don't know who will <laughs> win. But I hate the Seahawks more than y'all. So, I'm going. Twenty four seventeen Cowboys. You heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. Twenty four seventeen. Twenty four seventeen Cowboys. We gonna see, man. Uh Sunday. Who's the early game? Chargers Ravens? Yep. The Chargers. Well first, let me back up. The Chargers are one of the best football teams in the league. Yeah. <laughs> um, for them to be twelve and four, I think. <laughs> yeah. Um, sitting in a wild card spot is really, really like, crazy. It's unfortunate just because it's like they played so great, but the Chiefs played a little greater, so. Uh, so that's why they're stuck here. Yeah. Playing wild card weekend twelve and four. And they're going up against a Ravens team that is hot right now on both sides of the ball. Lightly. <laughs> both sides of the ball they've been playing out of their minds. Uh similar to listen. Let's put some context to it. Every team that's in the playoffs right now has the same formula. We're going to run the ball, mm-hmm. and we're going to play some defense. The Ravens are going to do exactly that times 10. <laughs> They're going to run the ball at least 40 times to, to, <laughs> on Sunday. Um, and they're going to play defense like it's no tomorrow. Um, Phillip Rivers will be pressured. At least five guys, five to seven guys are coming. <laughs> uh, every down so they, they just need to be prepared for that uh, I think that the the Ravens if they can run the ball like they have been in the way they did, that they've been running 
and the way that their defense is playing, I don't think uh, the Chargers will have as many possessions and opportunities to score. Uh, because the Chargers, if their offense is on the field, they're going to score those points. Mm-hmm. Um, depending on if Phillip Rivers throws a pick or not, uh, they're probably, <laughs> it'll probably be seven versus three. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. That's just, I, like, I really don't know. Like, they they will certainly put pressures on him, but if it's any quarterback you want to handle, like, pressure, it's Phil. It's Rivers. Yeah. Because he will, he flings it. Yeah. He don't take no time. He not going to hold on to it. He is going to get the ball out of his hands. And talk his talk <laughs> as he Definitely. does that. So, I, another thing, I think this will be the best game. Mm, I wouldn't disagree. I think this will be the best game. But that's not to say the other games won't because... I actually think all four games will, like, how can I say? All four games can be close and probably will be close. Mm-hmm. But this game will be the interesting one because you got Jackson, at quarterback, starting his first playoff game. He hot. Team hot. Mm-hmm. Chargers got a pretty good defense, pretty good offense. I don't know how good the offense is for the Ravens. They've played well. They have certainly played well. But the pressure moments when you might have to... Throw the ball more. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying Jackson can. That's the last thing I'm saying. Because he certainly can. It's not that he can't. It's that can he maintain control in those pressure moments just because he's so young. And throwing to Chris Moore and Snead. Whoever that is. <laughs> Willie like, Sneed. Come on, man. That's, that's my only problem. Yeah. It's if, 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 <laughs> if they can consistently move the chains and keep it close early, they'll be fine. Yeah. If they start losing... That's when the problems come. Not because the quarterback can't do it, because he can. It's just those guys that he has, like. They're going to have to step up big time. <laughs> like, I. The wide receivers is just. Like, I'm just not sold. And then on the flip side of it, the. The Chargers, the uh, receivers. I don't know, man. They might. 
be a little better than their the corners that they're facing. But that's not to say that the defense as a unit isn't superior. <laughs> right. Um, because, like, <sighs> player-wise, I don't like the guys they have. Mm-hmm. Just, like, from each player, like, name-wise. But as a whole unit... As we've seen all year, they strive. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah. They strive up. So it's just like I can't say too much because, I mean, I'm not, I'm not like huge on them as far as like, oh, he's checking him. I bet it's straight. No. The whole unit plays. Yeah. I don't know how. It happens though, so it falls on the offense of the Baltimore Ravens. This whole game. What's your score, man? Who you got? I want to be close. I believe it can be close, but. The uh, I'm gonna have to go charges, and the worst part about this, I'm going to have to go. And mind these teams; these teams just played each other. They did. With the Chargers taking that one, I think. Uh, uh the Ravens won. Did they really? It was twenty two ten. Twenty two ten. You're right, because that was when they were in Seattle. Uh, I said Seattle. Uh, <laughs> San Diego. Los Angeles. Damn. <laughs> Wherever they play. Yeah. Man. I hate um, the Chargers. <laughs> How did y'all move? I'm gonna have to go. Give me twenty eight. 10. Ooh, okay. 28-10, Chargers. Uh, and they're playing in Baltimore, right? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Damn, I ain't look at that. I'm still going to rock 28-10, though. Just because it's the offense, bro. Like, yeah. Now, granted, they have constantly scored probably like an average of like 20 points per so it's like the, they can score. Okay, actually, I'm gonna change that. Give me twenty eight fourteen. Charges. Charges. Okay. Twenty eight fourteen charges. And of those fourteen points, Jackson gonna run one, and he gonna throw one. Hmm. Yeah. That's confidence in the, in the quarterback. Yeah. Um, bro, I have all the confidence in him. It's the, it's his guys. Like, I'm, just, <laughs> I'm I'm just not sold. Yeah. I mean, for me, I'm my my final score for this one is twenty seven twenty. Okay. Uh, charges. Um, okay. And I think they'll get two on the ground. This is the Ravens. I think they'll get two on the ground and one from the defense. 
Mm. Um, I think I, I just think they'll they'll force a turnover. I mean, it's Phillip Rivers. He's gonna throw you one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and it, I think they'll get a fumble recovery or pick six, something like that. But uh, the Chargers just be too much. I think that Melvin Gordon, Eckler out of the backfield, um, catching the ball, not necessarily running it. Right. I was gonna say. Um. Because they, I don't think that they're gonna be able to run the ball just because of, like I said, Baltimore is Baltimore. Uh, the receivers, I think they'll find some holes in the defense, particularly against the safeties. Um, Jefferson and Weddle, great players, but they are also probably as stiff as the cardboard. You're right. So, um, and the receivers for the Chargers, they just they're excellent. Keenan Allen is a top five receiver in yep. the NFL. I don't care what you say. Um, Mike Williams is coming into his own. Tyrell Williams, a lot of people don't even know who that is. Yeah. But he somehow finds a way to get on the yards every now and then. Uh so yeah, man. I'm I'm going Chargers in that one. Uh the late game, Bears, Eagles. Uh the Eagles made it back into the playoffs. No thanks to Kirk Cousins. Um, oh, to who? Kirk. <laughs> um, <laughs> listen, so yeah, they are in the playoffs. I'm I'm excited. They are in the playoffs because I felt like they did what they had to do. They won. I mean, <laughs> I don't really, I can't really get mad at them for that. So they're in. They're playing the Bears, who I think have behind Baltimore, maybe. The second best defense, um, right the now. Part. Uh, yeah, and right. they added Khalil Mack in the offseason, as we know, mm-hmm. double digit sacks again. Yep. Uh, did these two teams play before this year? Did they play this year? I really don't think so. Not sure, but either way, I think this is, and the Eagles are going to Chicago. I'm assuming. Yes. Okay. So, I don't know, man. I think that I think the Eagles' offense will move the ball better than Trubisky, only because Nick Foles is just a better thrower of the oh, ball. Oh my God, we have to go through this again. Yep. This is yep. this is this is my thing. This is my thing. We've seen this story happen once. And the sad part about it in my eyes, it's about to happen again. <laughs> What's that? Nick Foles. Like. You think he's going to turn it to another I, level? Bro, I really don't have <laughs> a reason as to why, as to how, but I just know it's about to happen. You're going to take it to another level? I don't want the Eagles to win because I think they're bad. <laughs> I really think they're bad. That's fair. Like, I'm not, like, thrilled. Well, honestly, I haven't been thrilled about any of these games except the Charles <laughs> Ravens game. But, bro, it's... I just know it's about to happen. Yeah. Like, he will just find a way... To beat them, I'm not gonna pick them. <laughs> I'm not gonna pick them, but just know, like, if he does find some way, like, 
Don't be surprised. I'm not surprised, like, at <laughs> all. So, yeah. Um, the pro, just like you said, the problem for the Bears, problem, quote, quote, is quarterback. And, and granted, for some more context, his numbers are almost as identical as Baker Mayfield's. <laughs> and a lot of people, I mean, obviously, if you sat them side by side, you would be like, why? Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. But It's like he hasn't played bad. Mm-hmm. He hasn't. But if I have to put it up to him to come out and win, no. Yeah. I'm not doing it. <laughs> like, I'm not doing it. Especially... When you're playing the front of the Eagles. Yeah. And yeah. I'm not sold on their the offensive line. So you're putting a good quarterback with a subpar offensive line going against the deepest front in the league. Yeah. Filled with... Guys who have played in the Super Bowl, who have won Super Bowl, so it's like, yeah, it's not gonna. It all falls on the offensive scheme of the Bears, because mm. they'll definitely have to get a lot from Cohen. Oh, it's gonna take creativity this week. Matt that, Nagy that, gonna have to be in his that bad. That's exactly, that's exactly <laughs> what I'm thinking. Because if it were to happen, mm-hmm. Cohen is gonna have to have the game of his career, yeah. just because he can change the whole game. Which is sounds so weird. He's like my height, <laughs> like maybe one sixty. Granted, I'm five six. <laughs> He's like five eight, quote unquote five eight. So he is the only game changer on their offense. Oh come on, man! I Bruh, can't let you nope, do that. Nope, nope, <laughs> nope. Come on, man! Nope. Give us some love. Nope. <laughs> you have Trey Burton. He's been playing well. Mm-hmm. He's not a tight end. He's been playing well at tight end, so <laughs> I, I'll take it. Allen Robinson. Yep. It's not bad. Not bad. Jordan Howard, who I like. Yes. I think he needs to be. But outside of that. Uh-uh. Yeah. Outside of that, who? They got some guys. No, they don't. They, guys, they don't. And you know this. People make some plays, man. So, that's my only problem. I don't have a problem with their defense because they're going to be pretty pretty stout. Yeah. It just all falls on which Nick Foles shows up. You'll either get last year Foles or you'll get first two, three games, Nick Foles. Mm-hmm. 
And I just really think it will be last year, folks. What's your score? All of my scores seem like the same range, but I just can't see a high-scoring game from any of these. But if I had to go, give me 27-28. Eagles. I don't got to kick enough field goals. 27? Well, no. That's actually a couple field goals. No, that's for the Bears. I'm stupid. Um, yeah. Eagles, 27-28. By one. Eagles by one? Yeah. Um, I guess, I don't know, man. I'm seeing a higher score. I think that. It's possible. It's definitely possible. Yeah. I'm going 38-31. I'll tell you. And I'm going to go Bears. Mm. Um, 38 points. Oof. Yeah. The reason why I say that is because I think, again, the defense will get them a touchdown. Probably. Um, Strip sack. Number one. I mean, number two, I think that, like we were saying with Cohen and the off, uh, offensive creativity, I think that they'll get one or two big plays on them simply because the secondary for the Eagles isn't the same. Yeah. Um, and... Yeah, like whoever's LeBlanc is checking or whoever, you know what I mean, just go after him. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, it's going to be some big plays. Philly's going to make a lot of big plays too um, because I think in the passing game they'll be able to kind of find some holes against them. Uh, so, yeah, I, I think I think it'll be a high-score game um, and it'll come down to the fourth quarter. Who's going who's to show up in the fourth? I'm going Bears. I'm going to take Mitch. T- hey. I, I'm cool with it. Take Mitch. I'm cool with it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, man. Playoffs are here. Uh, it's a good good feeling. I, I, I think we said this a couple weeks ago, uh, right after the trade deadline in the NFL, because, you know, obviously for most sports uh, professional, at the trade deadline is when the season kicks up. That's when everybody takes it seriously. That's when the... The rosters, the rotations, substitute scheme—it's all solidified. It's like, all right, guys, <laughs> this is it from here. <laughs> um, so nothing much is gonna change. And right now, we've seen these teams that are in the playoffs. Right now, they've been the most consistent. Yeah. Um, strangely, to get yeah. to this point, yeah. <laughs> so I can't take nothing from that. Um, I think these will be really good games and. We'll see. Uh, we didn't really talk about the outliers a little bit that are waiting in the first round. Uh, for the that have buys, uh, the Chiefs, the Patriots, uh, the Saints, and the Rams, mm-hmm. all I guess deservingly so, uh, the top tier teams. Um, so they're sitting waiting on the the winners of these games, and I'm gonna tell you now, whoever comes out of these two, get ready, because. Though the next games that y'all play are going to be really good. Um, <laughs> completely, like, whole new games. Like, it's like, oh, you played the Chargers last week? Oh, okay, the Chiefs. Yeah, come through. Like, <laughs> oh, y- y- y'all played the Eagles last week? Oh, that's so cute. 
Rams. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Come on down to New Orleans. Like, same. yeah. <laughs> Prime time. Come down to New Orleans. <laughs> That's a big L way. So. And going to Foxborough. Mm, good luck. Yeah. Especially this time of year. Yeah. No, sir. Some good snow coming. Oh, not with it. <laughs> so let's go ahead and take a quick break, man. Let's uh, turn on the tape. We'll be back in a second. We want to talk about uh, the coaches uh, that have been fired uh, in the past uh, couple days in the NFL. Um, we're going to talk about the, the turnover in, in those spots. Uh, our best coaches that we feel like should be in positions uh, that are opening up. And just talking about the Rooney Rule and African-American coaches and minority coaches in the NFL and just how that's all kind of panned out. So uh, stay with us. Let's turn on the tape. Ryan J., you good? I'm good. Bro. Let's get it. <laughs> we out, man. Turn on the tape. And we're back. Let's turn on the tape. Uh just here with uh, Ronnie J. Yes, sir. My good friend and brother in here. Uh, this is January of 2019. Yeah. <laughs> Still, we're saying that. Third. Um, just wanted to come back and chop it up a little bit about uh, the recent coaching changes in the NFL. Uh, if you're not familiar, uh, several coaches in the NFL were fired on what the NFL and many major corporations called Black Monday. Um, but here in the NFL, it was a bit <laughs> a bit of oxymoron mm-hmm. that most of the coaches that were fired were what? Black. Um, it's weird coming back to this conversation because I was on a podcast last year and we literally talked about this very same thing um, at this time last year. So it's just, that's kind of crazy. Um, now that I'm thinking about it, but uh, Ronnie J, you got uh, info up on the Rooney Rule the still, man? Rooney Rule. Go ahead, let the people know what that is, man. The Rooney Rule is a league policy that requires teams to interview. Mm-hmm. Let's bring emphasis on that. <laughs> to interview, not hire ethnic minority candidates for head coaching jobs. Basically, saying, "Hey, you." Come interview, let's just hurry up so afterwards, you know, I can kind of actually, like, start trying to find who I want. Right. Which, I mean, it's kind of hard to stop that from happening. Just, I mean, technically, they just have to interview them, which it's always ways to, like... Mm-hmm. I don't know the word I want to use, but finagle. it's ways to finagle that policy. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, of course, all of the owners and blah, blah, blah aren't, you know, guys of high standard when it comes to moral mm. things like that. So, I mean, at this point, it pretty much is what it is. But, of course, for those who don't know, the policy was named after Steelers' former owner, Dan Rooney, who kind of sparked that whole, like, push for more ethnic coaches to be hired. And starting this season, 2018, there were eight head coaches of color, which all were black except one who was Hispanic. Which was the most ethnic coaches? What? No, it was tied for the most. But 
Since then, Hugh Jackson, Vance Joseph, Ty Bowles, Steve Wilkes, and Marvin Lewis have all been fired. So, of the ethnic coaches, it leaves three. Anthony Lynn, Mike Tomlin, and Ron Rivera as the only ethnic coaches left. Which, if no black coaches are hired from now to the start of next season... That would leave us with only two, which is pretty low. Yeah. So, I mean, it's cool to have that rule. It's cool to get chances. It's cool to, you know, just have that type of thing happening. But at the same time, it's still a lot of extra that mm. comes with all of that. But it's like you can't call it not helpful, not useful, because it, it it's still helpful, still useful. But <sighs> coaches like Steve Wilkes, he got fired after one year, which, I mean, he did have a terrible year. Blasphemy. But he also has a terrible team. Um, Hugh Jackson got fired mid-season. After three years. After three. Vance Joseph. He had three, two. I want to say he had three or four. Oh. Which, okay, it's not. From all of them, his, like, him losing his job was kind of his fault. Just because he had a the good talent, team, talent. <laughs> and he just they thought Case that Case Keenum was the court. Yeah, yeah. off topic. <laughs> um, Todd Bowles. It's really hard to blame him. It's the Jets. I don't <laughs> think anyone has held up with that team. But, I mean, they're starting to turn it around. They just didn't have time to wait. And, of course, the one that we've all been waiting for. Oh, yeah. Marvin Lewis. Marvin Lewis. Yep. Which, I honestly can say, his firing was completely his fault. Yeah. And it should have happened probably eight years earlier. Definitely. So, for those who don't know, Marvin Lewis has been the coach of the Bengals for the last 16 years. In those 16 years, can anyone guess how many playoff wins he's had? For those who guess zero. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Find out what you've won. Yeah, like, six, bro. It's terrible. <laughs> Terrible. That's why it's like kind of, it's kind of hard to lean towards, yeah, these coaches, these black coaches aren't, you know, having the chances. Only on his part because he got chances he shouldn't have got. So, like, it's kind of weird. Because it's like, yo, yeah, these coaches. Which, honestly, most of them don't get... Chances, 
Mm-hmm. And even those who do get chances have a incredibly like short leash. Yeah. Um, it's, it's it's weird to me because like you said, all the coaches we named, they had various different situations that they had to go through. Yep. And you know, obviously with uh, uh Marvin Lewis, we, we know it was time. But uh, in situations like Steve Wilkes. <laughs> Um, the man got there this past year. Was there a year? They went three and thirteen, I think it yeah. was, something like that. Yeah. With a rookie quarterback, rebuilding defense, star player who just came off a season long injury, and you can't name me not one person on their offensive line. I wouldn't. I wouldn't even try. Um. <laughs> so, I, hey, I mean, I just for me that's not fair. Um, At all. Uh. To unpackage everything, these this rule that we that the NFL has obviously it's it's flawed um, okay. because you give them an opportunity where they're interviewed for a position but not guaranteed a hire. I'm not saying uh, there should there should necessarily be a guaranteed hire, but there should be a guaranteed opportunity that I have a gateway to be hired. If that makes sense. Like, because uh, it's almost like they open the door, but they only open the porch door. Yeah. Right? <laughs> um, you know, you got you got to have a key to get into the, to the next door, almost. Um, uh, and it's weird because we see all these other coaches who, just because they've coached under a certain person or for a certain organization is like, oh yeah, now we're going to take a chance on them. We're going to give them every opportunity to succeed. Um, and specifically, I think that's with Bill Belichick. I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, Bill Belichick's coaches have not been good as head coaches. Nope. Uh, I looked up this morning. Let's, let's get some numbers here. Charlie Weiss. <laughs> he was 41 and 49 as a head coach. Romeo Cornell was 28 and 55. Eric Mangini was 33 and 47. Josh McDaniels, current offensive coordinator for the uh, Patriots, is 11 and 17 as a head coach. Uh, Bill O'Brien, 42 and 38. Thank God Deshaun Watson got there. Um, <laughs> because if Tom Savage was still there, I don't think that number would be high. Um, or TJ Or TJ Yates or, or Brock Osweiler. And Matt Patricia is six and ten this year as a first year head coach. Um, Mike Vrabel is nine and seven. Uh, all of these coaches were once assistants uh, with Bill Belichick, and as it looks, only two of them are have uh, records over five hundred uh, in their head coaching career. That's bad. Um, and I don't know, man. I'm not trying to shoot. Uh, I don't want to sound like I'm, you know, trying to make, you know, every black coach in the NFL needs to have a job today. Right. Um, because, you know, I mean, obviously it's plenty of talented coaches. I don't care what color you are. You can coach football and you can lead men, do it. Um, but uh, not all guys are meant to be head coaches. A lot of these coaches that were recently cut, I think, are extremely great coordinators. They just may not be good head coaches right now, i.e. Todd Bowles. Todd Bowles is one of the best defensive coaches in the NFL. <laughs> um, we see that with the Jets defense. Uh, 
They may not have a lot of guys on defense, but they play. Um, Pretty much. Uh, also, Steve Wilkes. Just don't know if anybody's familiar, but Steve Wilkes coordinated those Carolina Panther defenses uh, in the last couple of years. And, oh, by the way, they went to the Super Bowl a couple of years ago. And should have won it, but <laughs> we're going to leave that alone. Um. So, yeah, I mean, it's just it's plenty of Vance Joseph. The Dolphins defense a couple of years ago was really good. Um, he was their defense coordinator. Uh, so, I'm just saying, it's a lot of guys, sure, deserve the opportunity, should get the opportunity. The league needs to present more of these opportunities, uh, especially with front office roles. I think more players should get into the front office roles. I think more uh, African-American ethnic uh, groups need to be in the front office because it just adds to the different minds, the conversations, the just the overall makeup of the league, especially when the majority of the league is what? Ethnic. <laughs> uh, so... It's mad ethnic out there. Yeah, mad ethnic. <laughs> it, it, it definitely has to... Something has to change. Um, the rule just needs some minor tweaks. Um, it's crazy that it, we need a rule <laughs> uh, to even get an opportunity, but that just lets you know the things that we overcome as a people. Um, don't want to get on my soapbox about that because uh, I don't think this is the place for it right now, but... Again, I just think a lot of coaches deserve opportunities, but I also think some coaches need to just find different pockets. Yeah. Um, and I know that's probably sounding crazy coming from me, um, but that's why I'm here talking about it. <laughs> right. But, um, so yeah, NFL coaches, it's definitely a, a big carousel right now. What do you think is the best job available? The best job? Mm-hmm. That is a wonderful question. As far as head coach. It's a lot of like evenly like put jobs, but the job that could be the easiest turnaround <laughs> in my eye. See, I don't even want to go there just because it's outside things that could, like, twist it. But I'm either going to go Green Bay or Cincinnati with a close third being the Dolphins. Wow. Um, My problem with Green Bay, Green Bay is the easiest turnaround, but... The problem is finding a coach who coincides with Aaron Rodgers. Mm -hmm. That's the main problem in that job. So if that can't work, you lose already. Yeah. So actually, I'm going to take Green Bay off that list because that's a big piece. Take Green Bay off, probably add... Cleveland. I see. I want to say Cleveland, but just as much, I want to say Tampa Bay. Well, I, I, that was going to be on my list. T- t- okay, yeah, I'm definitely changing my list. I'm, uh, I'm Cleveland, Tampa, Denver. That was a hot take. I don't like Denver. Really? Nope. Mm. Nope, not at all. Why is that? Offensively, mm-hmm. this might sound harsh, but, but it's kind of meant to be harsh. <laughs> Offensively, everyone stinks. All of them. There's a lot of turnovers. All of them. All of them. (laughs) 
Maybe outside of who's wide receivers? Sutton. Oh, Jesus. Hamilton. I like Hamilton. But, yeah, they all stink. <laughs> and those who who don't stink or m- those who d- don't stink as much are hurt. Yeah. And don't have a quarterback. Switch sides. On defense, they have tried to continue to hold over guys from the old defenses in which they are still a pretty good defense. Mm-hmm. You got bookend pass rushes. Not sold still. And it's the DBs, which I always had a problem with. Outside of the corners, at least. Chris, Chris Harris, as oh. a lot of people know, <laughs> I've had my problems with Chris Harris for a long time. Dog. When he start, when he came out, I did not. I was not with him. <laughs> he was terrible. He has played well. Is Chris Harris a number one? No. Mm. Well, not anymore. Not. Not anymore. He never was. Wow. That's uh, He was wow. at when he was in his prime, he was the best slot corner. Not prime, but Fair. when he came out and like started actually like playing well, well, he was the best slot corner in the game. That's fair. Then, from the slot corner, they moved him to a number two corner, if y'all will. Oh, right, because it got to leave, right? Right. Yeah. And when he played there, he was a top, I was about to stretch and say five, but a top ten. No, he was pro- <laughs> I'll still roll with top Eight. ten, just staying safe. He was a top ten, too. But also, it's not his fault. But now that he's like the technical one, his team is, they aren't as great. So it's like, it kind of hurts him. But I mean, he's he's still playing well. Yeah. Which don't, 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 don't take it away from him. He's still playing well. But in my eyes, from what I've always seen, he is still not a number one. He's a great two in an elite three. <laughs> but he's not a one. I got you. He is, for them, just because, name another corner who plays for them. I don't have time to wait. Roby. Bradley Roby. I don't like Bradley Roby. I didn't like him. <laughs> As y'all will learn, it's a lot of people I don't like. I don't have reasons for them. I just and that's don't. that's okay. You know, that's, that's perfectly okay. fine. But <laughs> linebackers, not really so. The linemen, I do like. Bradley Chubb, I got the opportunity to see this man play up close and personal. Two straight years, 2015, 2016, as we took massive L's <laughs> to North Carolina State. But, um, yeah, he's different. <laughs> yeah. He's different. Yeah, for sure. So, uh, yeah, I have high hopes for him. 
But me personally, after I change lists, I like Cleveland. I like Tampa Bay just because they have pieces several right now <laughs> that would be easy to turn into a good team with proper coaching. And if anyone can tame Jameis. Tame sounds wild, but that yeah, like we'll he, edit that out somewhere. He, like, <laughs> he still needs like some control because yeah. right now he just he just wild. Yeah, I, I wasn't a fan when they hired Dirk Cutter. I, I was like, this isn't. I ain't know who bro was. Is, I'm like, I ain't never heard. Like I never heard of him. They were like, oh, we just signed Dirk Cutter. I'm like, bro, who? Just some old school. Co- like, come on, man. Like this. <sighs> Let's 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 let's, let's, let's get, around, get to twenty eighteen. Like, um, who's your who's your coach that you would really like to see get an opportunity? As doesn't necessarily have to be head coach. You can go offense coordinator, defense coordinator, but a guy that you think or woman uh, that you think uh, could thrive in a in the right situation. Could thrive in the right situation. Well. Mm, that's that's pretty interesting because so far all all like the coaches who I held high they got head coaching jobs. Oh, okay. Which goes to Kyle Shanahan. Mm-hmm. Because I was a fan of his. Okay. And my guy Sean McVay. Yeah. Right now, as far as like coaches who are trying to work up right now, I I really could not tell you right now. Like it's a lot of great coaches coming up, but for me at least, it's more coaches who I want to see which sounds horrible. Lose their job, then <laughs> get new jobs. Like, uh, uh, I, I should have thought on that one. Like, I, that's actually a harder question hey, man. than I thought. It's a lot of good guys out there. I'm gonna, it is. I'm going to throw a couple at you, man. Uh, I wouldn't mind seeing Adam Gase, Adam Gase. in Minnesota. Coaching Kirk Cousins. I mean, yeah. Uh-huh. As Boom. offensive coordinator. I'll take um, it. I really think that he, he and Kirk would be a good match. Um, and Gase and Zimmer would be a good match because obviously we know what Mike Zimmer wants as his as the head coach of that team. He wants to run the ball she, and play some defense. He's also a coach on that strange list of people I want to see losing. Not because he's not a good coach. It's just that he's such a great coordinator, but he's not a good head coach. And that's perfectly fine. That is perfectly fine. He doesn't need to be a head coach. (laughs) If he is a D coordinator, he could have a top five like he like he, he the only task 
he needs is to run defense. Like, not the team, not personnel, not staff. Like, run a defense. That is it. That's, That's all I want you to do. Because some people just aren't built to be a head coach, which is fine. A lot comes with a head coach on any on on high school, college, pro. A lot comes with the head coach. Outside stuff mainly, mm-hmm. but he he needs to be a coordinator. But that's outside of me. No, I, I feel <laughs> you, man. Uh, also would like to see Byron Leftwich. Um, Who is he with now? He was just let go by the char- um, excuse me the Cardinals. Cardinals. Um, I would like to see him go be the offensive coordinator for Baker Mayfield. Byron Leftwich for Baker Mayfield. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I'll take it. Yep. I'd like to see him go be Baker Mayfield's offense coordinator. I would also love to see uh, Bruce Arian come back. He could I, run anyone's offense in my eyes. I, he's been throwing out hints that he wants to come back, and I, I don't. I don't know uh, if people know, but. I'm one of the biggest Bruce Arian fans, like, out here. Uh, I think he's just, he different. Um, also, he needs to go coach. Um, maybe the Browns be the head coach. But, um, yeah, I I just think that'll be a good fit. Also want the Chiefs OC to get some love. Because I know Andy Reid is the, the quote, unquote, <laughs> you know. Um, but he doesn't necessarily get to call plays the OC in uh Kansas City. So I wanna I wanna see him get a shot somewhere. I just wanna see I'll him get a shot. Uh come to Washington, damn it. Get a big room out there. <laughs> that bland offense, but man, yeah. listen. Um also Jim Caldwell, I saw him. I did see Jim Caldwell. Don't know why he was fired from the Lions. <laughs> uh because they were in the playoffs. They were, the Lions. <laughs> they were in the playoffs and he got fired. Um which is crazy. But, yeah, man. Uh, Hugh Jackson should be somebody's offensive coordinator next year. Yep. Um, Washington. Hey. Todd Bowles, somebody declared Washington. Huh. Man, listen. Uh, see, I, that, I guess that's kind of it for me right now. Um, yeah. I want to see how these next few jobs play out. Uh, the first hire is going to set the pace. Somebody's going to reach for Mike McCarthy. Hopefully, it's the Jets. I'm all for it. He's not a bad coach. It's yeah. just the Green Bay just didn't want to, like, play football. They were just like, hey, Aaron, yeah, so can Go you just come out here and win for us, please? <laughs> yeah. Like, so we'll see, man. I'm all for it. He's going into a good opportunity if he goes to the Jets, man. Young quarterback, plenty of cap space. Mm-hmm. Uh, wouldn't mind seeing Harbaugh back in the NFL either. Um, in the right, in the right. Do something because it ain't looking too good. Like this. this <laughs> oh, we gonna get to it. This whole college thing is just. Um, as you can hear, my dogs in the background. They <laughs> don't like hardball either. Apparently, yeah. but the Georgia fans. Yeah, um, clearly. <laughs> but uh, let's go ahead and jump to a little NBA real. Quick, man. Uh, man. NBA has been a little quiet. Uh, you know, it's that weird time of the year, anyway. Um, 
this we was just about to jump into the NBA, but we got breaking news. Let's backtrack. The Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh. And Antonio Brown and whatever is going on. Again, so Corey Lee, when you hear this, yeah. y'all are in trouble. Um, we'll take Antonio Brown for a, a fourth round pick. Um, so go ahead and set that up for us, Corey Lee. Yeah. Um, but it's 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 a mess. Um, I don't know. It's disgusting. And like, uh, uh. I'm putting a lot of blame on the head coach. See. It's it's so weird. It's like every like all the drama that has came from that place is so weird. Yep. To be honest, I put a lot of blame on Antonio Brown. Well, yeah, he's no. Don't get me wrong. He's, I put a lot. He's definitely because here. in like these last like three to four years, you've seen him grow from. The humble guy who came from small school and now he's hoop. I always say hooping. Like, <laughs> it's all right. He, like, you know, he balled out to now. He's the, like, what's the term to you? It's just like, he just. I hate, I don't want to use the word diva. Yeah, yeah but it's like, <laughs> I want to go down that same route because now it's like he always crying about something it's, it's this and that that and this it's like bro like just continue to play like you was the same dude we had no problems with it. that's why I don't put a lot of blame on Mike Tomlin because for everything that has happened he has kind of kept things constant like Constance is probably the wrong word, but he's kind of like held it down mm-hmm. because you had problems with Ben, you had problems with AB, problems with Bell, you're still having problems. He's not even there and you're still having problems with Bell. So I can't blame him per se just because you've had three like outlandish like problems. And well, actually, four, adding in the uh, James Harrison thing. Yeah. The thing with with them is, I just feel like everybody has been held accountable, except the head coach and the quarterback. That's fair enough. Um, I feel like they're starting to with the quarterback. Yeah. Just because it's coming. He's like he's always saying something. He says the wrong things a lot. Hey, he be lying. <laughs> he's saying. Did you hear him the other day? Bro, like, I'm just like, dude, <laughs> what are you saying right now? If there was an issue on 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 the field, I would, you know, I would. Like, <laughs> you're lying, everybody. Your coach said it was a fight. <laughs> like, I'm come just on, like, bro. <laughs> Listen, man. What did you saying? Like, I don't know. I just think that the, the the coach and the quarterback, because obviously those are the two most important people on the team. Let's yeah. be honest. Yeah. Uh, obviously, your your running back, your receiver, your pass rusher. Not to say they're expendable, but you can get similar production from from th- from those three spots. Uh, listen, man. At some point, somebody has to. 
change the culture that's 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 in the locker room right now, uh, with the Steelers and the organizational culture, uh, as well because they, it's no reason that they've they have not drafted poorly in the last few years. Have they hit some, missed some? Of course, every team, but they've consistently brought in talent into the building and they haven't won anything. Right? Like so and then on top of that on top of you not winning, you've also coupled that with the distractions of just these these your quote unquote best players, your leaders of your team, at some point somebody has to say, Hey, let's 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 go ahead and do something different. Cause clearly this just not working. Bro. <laughs> Cause like, okay. Name another team who has a trio of skill yeah. players on offense that good. The closest you get is the Kansas City Chiefs. Yep. And they kind of have four. Yeah. But maybe Chargers. you have, and see, that, that's, that's, that's close enough. But for those guys, it's like they are like the standard for a trio because mm-hmm. at one point, your wide receiver was arguably the best receiver in the game. Yep. Your tailback was arguably the best tailback in the game. Yep. And your quarterback, even with age, was still arguably a top 10, top 6 QB in the game. Yep. So, it's like, bro, like... At some point, it's going to have to blow How up. can you not <laughs> make it happen? Yep. And then on top of that, you play in a division with the Baltimore Ravens. Granted, they played good this year. The Cincinnati Bengals. Marvin Lewis. Mm-hmm. And the Cleveland Browns. You should be guaranteed a playoff spot every year. Every single year. Even this year. Yep, it came down to... The last game of the season, uh, and one of your leaders, one of your best players, was not there for said reason, undisclosed. But regardless, I, I just I don't I, at some point somebody has to be held accountable, um, and it feels like they've been picking everybody else but the two main people that you need in your organization: your head coach and your quarterback. <laughs> I mean. We'll see how it unfolds. Um, I think this offseason will tell us a lot about their organization because obviously Le'Veon's not going to be there next year. Uh, from the looks of it, A.B. will probably not be there next year. So They trying to clean it up right now. Mm-hmm. He ain't asked for a trade, which he yeah, didn't okay. publicly at least. <laughs> and, yeah, and, 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 and his problem... W- <sighs> Will be handled in house. Like, sure. bro, shut up. Y'all said that about Libya. Right. So, it could be, mm-hmm. and seems like it will be a sad day for Steeler fans mm-hmm. because you lose Le'Veon, you lose AB, you lose Ben. Now you're stuck with Josh Dobbs and. James Conner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Juju. Which, to be completely honest, it ain't bad. 
it ain't been A B and Le'Veon. Yeah. But still not bad. Yeah. We'll see where it takes them, man. I mean, that's, we'll see where it takes them. It's, it's gonna be, it's gonna be fun. I'm excited about this offseason. I don't know why I'm excited about the offseason and the playoffs just started. I ain't excited about the playoffs <laughs> at all. Man. After this crap I had to watch this year. Listen, man. Uh, hopefully, the playoffs are as exciting as the playoffs that we watched in the NBA a couple years ago. Um, don't know if uh, you've heard, but. Uh, on more than an athlete, uh, LeBron James' uh, show about his uh, close friends and business partners, he uh, stated that he felt like he was the greatest of all time. Yep. Uh, after beating the seventy-three and nine Warriors mm-hmm. in the finals, coming back from three-one, uh, just uh, just to kind of. Go ahead and throw this in some context. When you hear, when you hear him say that, what is that? Okay, in my eyes or in the normal people's eyes? Oh no, give me you. I need you. Because the normal people you, just took the shit and ran with it. But I mean, to me, one, he's earned that right. To say whatever the hell he wants to on his on his self in his playing to I mean I'm not saying he's the greatest but he ain't too far. <laughs> <laughs> so also in that same breath. I mean, he ain't lie. <laughs> Granted, I don't, I don't see him as the greatest of all time. That's not a like. It's not a good debate. It's, it's always changing. It will always change with who you ask, who you speak to. And what year they were watching basketball. Precisely. <laughs> so, I don't, like, care for the greatest of all time because that will always be changing in combo. But, at the same time, is he supposed to think anything else? Yeah, right. Like, yeah, I, was, I thought I was... Above average player. I see. It's like, for real, when I see it, I'm probably like top 13. (laughs) Right. Bro, what? Yeah, nah, man. Hey, hey, look, Jordan, hey, nice. Look, um, um, (laughs) Bill. Dude, dude, yeah. I, I ain't nowhere near, bro. Like, no, he, bro, he was not, like, yeah, like what? what was he supposed to say? Um, I, I just, I'm so confused at what, and, and I agree with you. I'm say, I'm not saying he's the greatest, but his resume, and as Charles Oakley says, his body of work <laughs> speaks for itself. Like who um, else has anything comparable who's playing right now? Yeah. Um, who played then? It's only a few. 
listen, man, people saying, the oh, he had to have Kyrie in that series and he hit the big shot to win the game, which Kyrie did hit the big shot to win the game seven. But you know what else Braun did? That crazy chase down block. Yep, to get the extra possession for said shot. Because if Braun don't block that and that's an easy layup, Kyrie's shot don't matter. Yep. Um. Also hit the game time uh, free throws. I mean, uh, game winning free throws. But no, no, no big deal. Um, after the Golden State Warriors went up three one in that series, mm-hmm. uh, there were three more games to be played. Yep. I'm going to read to you all games five, six, and seven. Deadline. Um, granted, Draymond Green was suspended for game five. Do I care a lot about that? Nope. Not really. But it is it means something. It means something. But I would I would definitely take that. It does mean something. Yeah. Now, if that same thing happened now with that oh, team that. now. Oh, we're gonna get to that. I wouldn't even care. I I'd be like, no, it didn't count. But with that team him not playing hurt a little more. So, okay, I'll take it. Yeah, we're we going to get to that. Because mm-hmm. after this series, that's when they rebuilt that team. Mm-hmm. Um, because in games 5, 6, and 7, uh, LeBron James had 41, 16, 7. Uh, three steals, three blocks. Kyrie had 41, 6 assists and three rebounds. That was game 5. Game 6... LeBron James had 41, 11, 8. Four blocks, three steals. <laughs> Kyrie had 23 points, three assists, four rebounds. In game seven, the game t- uh, clinching series to win the championship, LeBron James had 27, 11, 11, and three blocks, two steals. Kyrie had 26 and 6. Now, what are we talking about? <laughs> what are we talking We're about? We're talking about what are we talking about? A good game and an elite game. What are we talking about, man? Nothing. <laughs> I mean, and oh, by the way, LeBron only led both teams in all the major statistical categories. Not only that year, the year before. And to be honest, I have not done. The research on it, but I'm pretty sure it was the year after. Yep. And he averaged triple though. The next year. But that's just here nor there, guys. I mean Yeah, hey. Um listen, man. I just want us to cause I understand and obviously we talked about this a couple weeks ago with Kevin Durant's comments about the toxic media environment Mm -hmm. that is around quote unquote LeBron. Which, like we said, there is truth to it. It is. A lot of truth to it. Obviously, we see this, the, the the wild stats come up on TV. LeBron had 18 turnaround jump shots for, like, the stupid stat. LeBron stepped with his left foot <laughs> the approximately 286 times yeah. between game five and game <laughs> 20. Right, just the wild stat. But we, what we cannot just glaze over is yeah, the fact yeah. that the man just plays basketball in there. Probably better than everybody in the NBA. Not probably. 
So just let the man. If he feels like he's the goat, then great, cool, let him run. And then the, the part that kind of kills me is that. In how long has he been in the league? Seventeen years, sixteen years, something 16. like that. Yep. Sixteen years. You ain't never heard him say nothing like that. He ain't. He he has not spoke on his self, even though he's better than you and you and you. Mm-hmm. He's never acted like towards that, no. like spoke on it or said. Was I that- mean. What game was that? Was that uh on the podium after uh after whatever game that was? I think it was the twenty the first year they went to the finals against Golden State. I think it was twenty fifteen. I think that was the turning point in the series where he said, "I feel like I'm the best player in the world." Or was that when the year they won the ship? That's a great. Question. I feel like it was the year they won the ship because oh, wait a minute, not even that without Kyrie, Kevin Love. Do people remember the stat line in the first year? That's what I said. Twenty fifteen. <laughs> With him, <laughs> Matthew, yeah, Della Vadova, yeah, and Tristan Thompson as his three, like his yep. three like main players. Come he on, he averaged man. more than he like he put up more stats in each category than anybody on either team. Had him up two one. <laughs> Don't know how. <laughs> hey man, but. Yeah, I'm I'm because I'm off because I don't want to sound like I'm like I'm just the the LeBron like Nick I don't want to be Nick Wright right here. Nick um, right, that's but that is, that's a different level. <laughs> but I, I just to Nick Wright. yeah, but I, I just do not want us to be disrespectful. <laughs> we just right. gotta stop doing it. Like, <laughs> he has been the greatest player in the league. Just about every single year he's been in there. Maybe not the first one. So one. Yeah. And with all the stuff he could have said plenty of times, oh, Mm -hmm. I'm the greatest player, I'm the best. Like, he didn't. Yep. He may have spoke a few times on it, but when you have been consistently the best player in the league... When they stole trophies from you, <laughs> don't like, talk about it. He don't say much. And the one time he wants to tell you when he thought he when he thought in his mind that he was the greatest of all time. Now that he speaks on that, which granted he said that like. A couple days ago, and we're still talking about it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, it was on TV this morning. Yeah. Three different shows. Yeah, wow. I don't know. You, you know, the, and, and again, toxic media about it. <laughs> and, and, and that's how it comes up. Like, Just move he said it. If you want to speak on it, speak on it that same day or the next day. On time. Yeah, on time. <laughs> After like, that, let's live. And then let it rock. Like, we don't have to talk about it all month. Like, we get it. We heard it the same time you heard it. Mm-hmm. We talked about it to friends, family, whoever, and we moved on. I think the, the bad part about it is, like, he hasn't played since he said that. Because, I mean, 
if he played since he said it, I mean, well, how how he bad could he have had be? the microscope on even more? Right, and then I mean, he would had twenty eight and fourteen. <laughs> so <laughs> it would have been like, oh, in the game after he claims he's the, he only had twenty six points. <laughs> Like that was a bad if night. Jordan was there, he would have had sixty. <laughs> yeah, like bro, shut up. Toxic media environments, man. Uh, it's not. It's not his fault. <laughs> Definitely Some idiots in media, but that's another story for another day. Yeah. Um, and all the while saying this, he's the leading vote getter in the All Star Game in the West. I just seen the list, and it's one thing on <laughs> that list of all-star votes that I am all for. And what was this? The Eastern Guards. Guess who's, like, number three on that list? Who's this? And I'm all for it. Actually, number two on that list. Dwayne Wade. Yes. Get him in there. I yes. don't care. Mm-hmm. I don't care how much he plays. I don't care. Five minutes. I don't care <laughs> stats. I don't care anything. He's an awesome. Get him in there. Yeah. He has, as of now, 400,000 votes. Yeah. We need to get major D-Wade is in the All-Star game this year. But, outside of that, which it kind of speaks on him... But I'm not speaking on it because I'm all for it. It's stuff like... It's stuff like Jeremy Lin having 62,000 votes right now. That... That's why I hate stuff like this. (laughs) No, you just got to stop playing with me. Stop playing with me. He not... uh, He don't got 60 votes. Jeremy Lin has more votes than John Wall and Bradley Bill. (laughs) <laughs> like why? <laughs> Bradley Bill has sixty one thousand. John Wall has fifty four, which is why I hate All Star. All the All Star is this guys. fan? This these are fan votes, right? Uh, these aren't. This like, just says All Star voting, so okay. I would guess. I feel like yeah, these are fan votes. Because uh, stuff like this. Gordon Hayward also has 66,000 votes. <laughs> which is more votes than Al Horford, who made, who was a technical technical starter for the All-Star game. He's an All-Star. Yeah. I, I just hate his game. In the East. Yeah, yeah. In the East. I hate All-Star. his game because it's boring. Yeah. His game is not meant for an all-star game. That's also <laughs> why, like, yeah. I have a problem with, like, all-star type games. Because yeah. I don't want, to, I don't want to see Al Horford. Posting up. <laughs> in no all-star game. I'm not trying to see, like, old man game in no all-star game. Really? But... As far as the East, because I don't see the West right now, Giannis leads the front court votes with almost a million. <laughs> yep. And, and I'm not over-exaggerating. It's like 991,000. <laughs> and Kyrie leads the guards with 910,000. 
<laughs> also got after Kyrie, you got Wade Kimba Simmons. Why is Cal Kyle Lowry? He's an all-star. He's an all-star for sure. Best record in the East. Kyle Lowry. Yeah, for sure. Anyone who knows me knows my problems with Kyle Lowry. But outside of that, I don't disagree. Outside of that, <laughs> front court you got Kawhi, Joel Embiid, Jimmy Butler, Jason Tatum has two hundred K votes. Not surprising. Blake Griffin, another one that I'm good with. Vince Carter has 76,000 votes. You got to put the OG in there. This feels See, like his last ride. That's the only thing I was going to say. If it's his last year. If not, get Vince out of there. Yeah. But if this is his last year, he should be the top vote. No, he should be two and Wade should be one. Yeah. Like, I'm on... Like, right now, I'm... Look, Wade, vote now. I'm clicking on like <laughs> Wade needs to be in there. Yeah, definitely. Like I don't care. Like get Wade in there. So I'm trying to find the West right now, but I mean we pretty much know. Yeah, uh, Steph, the Warriors, Katie, Bron, <laughs> yeah, uh, Harden. CP, like, yeah, like, usual suspects. It's pretty much the same. The only change that they might have this year Zuba. is... Hey, get Zuby in there. But, um, <laughs> only real change you might have this year is Jokic. Jokic, Jokic, however Either one you pronounce of them. his yeah. name. I don't know. Because I always get uh, him and the other... What's the guy from Portland? Nurkic. I get him confused every time. And you know why? Because they used to play on the same team. Swear. <laughs> they both played for the Nuggets. Oh, wow. Shout out to Kenny. Yeah. Actually, no shout out to Kenny. <laughs> <laughs> it's Kenny. My God, snacks. <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah, man. Um. Yeah. The West. Same guys. We already know how that's going to go. I'm pulling it up now. Get Luca in there. That's all. That's yeah. the only thing I have to say. Luca's been 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 really good. Actually, speaking of that, you see, this also adds more to my points. Which, but I'm cool with these ones. For guards in the Western Conference, you know Steph Curry's one. Yeah. Okay. I mean, <laughs> if you had to guess right now. Who's two? Luca. Guards. He's taking good forward. Really? He he actually plays like power forward. Okay. It's weird, but um, if you had to guess, guards. The number two guard. The number two in votes. James Harden. He's number three. Uh, number two would have probably have to be. Guards in the West. Any guards? Point guard, shooting guard. Howard and Russ. Blah blah blah. Don Mitchell. Up. PG. Derrick Rose. Hey. <laughs> D Rose was. Derrick Rose has <laughs> 698,000 votes. That James hell. Harden has 541,000. Wow. I mean, hey, D Rose, I don't. I don't Steph Curry has less than 
a one hundred thousand more votes th- than Derrick Rose does. Sheesh, that says a lot. <laughs> and on top of this, if you had to fr- front court, LeBron is one. We know this. Who's number two? Luca. Luca. <laughs> Don I knew he was gonna be up there. Six hundred seventy-nine thousand votes. AD. He's number four. Who's three? KD. Oh, respect. Yeah, respect. Okay, Paul okay. George, five. Stephen okay. Adams, Jokic, Jokic, however you pronounce it. Okay. Kyle Kuzma, Draymond Green, and another thing that proves my point. Who's the last person on this list? Cat. Demarcus Cousins. Wow. Ninety. Two thousand votes, man. So Cat <laughs> ain't even on there for a person who ain't played a game. Yep, <laughs> that's so crazy. Yeah, that's wild. I have I have nothing else. If he has more votes than John Wall, Al Horford, Gordon Hayward, Andre Drummond. Vince Carter, Jeremy Lin, Brad Beal. Yeah. And he hasn't played a game. But if I do know this, a couple years after Trace T-Mac, after he stopped playing, like the next like three or four years, he was still a top vote person for the All Star Game when he when he was not even playing him and Yao Ming. That's my problem with the All Star thing. <laughs> yeah, man. Hopefully, uh, hopefully they 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 figure out a switch. We uh we get to see. I think the picks this year. Um, I think they yeah. actually televising. I think the first couple picks. See, that's that's why the NBA will be always ahead of the NFL because they hear their problems and they fix them. Yep. For Immediately. Yep. Shout out Adam Silver. Yeah, man. <laughs> definitely a lot more progressive than I said progressive, progressive than Raj. <laughs> Raj. Um. That guy. So yeah, man. Let's go ahead and wrap it up real quick, man. We uh talked these last couple bowl games we saw, man. Uh, first off, first off, you know where I'm about to go with this. Why was every single like bowl game outside of the playoff game so far hot trash? Because I think it let us further know that it's. Like maybe four to six good teams in college football. But see, college ball ain't used to be this bad. You always had like a list of like great teams. Now I really think it stops at like five or six. But again, I know that, you know, a lot of people don't want to say it, but the majority of the talent in the country that is spread out is now in those six teams bro I I lied to you not I probably watch at least at least 10 bowl games mm. with 
let's see, what landmark do I want to use? I've probably watched at least 10 bowl games that have had six turnovers or more Yeah. combined. Yep. And the time off. I think the time off kind of unfocused. Like, bro, too. like, I I didn't get anything from those smaller games. It was just constant offense, which is not bad, but it was just like constant offense plus he threw five picks. I throw six. <laughs> so, you know. And we're not going to score. It's... <laughs> Interesting, but at the same time, it's kind of like, Ew. what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, man. It's so just, it's, it's been tough. Uh, the stage for the national championship has been set. We knew, we knew how that was gonna be. Yeah, we already knew how that was gonna go. Yeah, man. So, but see, I tried to tell people they're like. Notre Dame, they're just uh, they're they're this, they're that. What happened? Yeah. What what like like what? Oh, Kyler Murray in 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 in. in <laughs> yep. Like bro, yeah, Nick Saban went and go ahead and he said, you know, we gonna put them away early. Like, because <laughs> they came all guns blazing. Did like, y'all forget it was still Alabama? Yeah. Like. And that's the thing about college football, man. The if you if you really look at it, Alabama goes against the best guys every single day. They are coached by the best in the business every single day. Why? If you're not at Clemson or Georgia, maybe, <laughs> you know, and uh, and give credit to Oklahoma, they're not. They probably be would beat. Everybody else. Right. <laughs> um, They're just not. You know, it's just not Bama. And see, I will take it just because they still put up points yes. on Bama. Mm-hmm. Unlike Notre Dame, who didn't score a touchdown, who shouldn't have been there, like I said, from the jump. Georgia. <laughs> Even though Georgia did catch that slow. From the Texas boys. Yes, sir. They did. I mean, <laughs> they did, man. So they, I mean, that's why it's it's up in the air, man. I I I still don't think they should expand it. I think, especially now. Yeah. Like those older years where like teams were kind of more evenly spread with guys, mm-hmm. quote unquote. I'm fine with that. If I had to see eight teams this year, I would have threw up. Yeah. Because, okay, from how the standings were, who was number five? Number five was Georgia. Number six, the Ohio State, who beat Washington by five. <laughs> but even though it's a toss-up for me between Georgia and Ohio State, I don't know who's the better team to put there. Because 
I'm I'm not gonna disagree with you if you go either way, right? Right. Um, but man, them two teams should have been in the playoffs. I think. But see, yes, I I'm all for that. I would have took them over Oklahoma and Notre Dame, not by schedule and all that, but just me personally. If I was trying to pull teams, I'm going to pull them. I'm not pulling Notre Dame. They weren't good all year. Granted, they lost one game. Okay, cool. They, to me, those are just They're the four independent. best. They're independent. Yeah. Those teams are just the four best teams in college football. Yes. And, but see, the problem is the last probably two to three years, you could have kept those same four teams and had no problem. That's a fact. <laughs> yeah. Sadly, it yeah. is. Outside of that, the next team, if 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 eight teams win, the next team got blown out by Florida. Yeah. And they have Jim Harbaugh and his guys, and they've had the number one defense in college football. Michigan is ridiculous. Who got blown out by Florida <laughs> would have been in. And I'm trying to find the eighth team. Don't yeah. really see it. It's, it's that's just unfortunate. Are they not like in the bowl games that played recently? Like I'm, <laughs> the number eight team would have been Central Florida. Oh well, they would have got the waxing. Um, depending oh. on who they play. That's why it's like I I, I would like them to see play Notre Dame. That would've been a good game. I wouldn't have watched it. That would've been a really mm, good game. Not gonna lie to you, I <laughs> I I wouldn't have thought about turning to that game. And if I turned to it, I would have turned it off. That's really good. That'd be a good one. I wouldn't have watched it. <laughs> I, those are the two. Okay, I will take that back. If the quarterback four. That's true. Central Florida was playing. I would have watched. I like him. That's true. Melton. Yeah. Yes, I would have watched for him and him only. For sure. <laughs> hey, man. But like Notre Dame, like I had no. Mm-mm. No. Who you got in the championship? You. You know that you really don't even have to answer, like, ask that question. I don't think it's that it's simple. Bro, it, is, it, is, it is. Really? It is, it is. It is. And you know it is. Well, I, don't, I don't. You, you, <laughs> you know. Come on, man. The fan in me. Trevor Lawrence against shot. that front four. That's all that this game lies on. Tua, I mean, they Tua, will, Tua can stand against that front four way greater than Trevor Lawrence will. Respect. And you know that. That, like, that Clemson will keep it close just because they've already played them for the national championship twice. Mm-hmm. Same. Same coaches, same coordinator, same front four who played in both, both <laughs> of the prior games. That's the only problem that lies with Clemson 
you technically can't even call it a problem just because skill-wise, those first two championship games, they probably had equal skill players to right now. The only difference, Trevor Lawrence and Watson. Yeah. Oh, what? What? No. The last one was Kelly Bryant. How long? They didn't make it. The, they didn't play twice. Yeah, they, they did. They played uh, two years ago. But, so last year was uh, last year was Georgia mm-hmm, and two and Bama. The year prior was Deshaun. And who was the year before that? Deshaun. Oh, so he did play both. Okay, boom. Mm-hmm. Cleared that up. So, yes, that's the only, like, changing factor in the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Which I like Hunter Lawrence. He has proved that he can play. Yes. But playing against that front, that team, that coach. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm cool with Kyler playing that team with that front and that coach. Just because, one, he had his talent, which is ridiculous, with his coach, ridiculous, in his offense, which, in my eyes, could stand up more to that team in that front. Just because he has played. Yeah. He has... He played with... That guy who won the Heisman last year. Mm -hmm. And he, like, seen, like, those... Those primetime games, that high moment, all that type stuff. Yeah. Hunter Lawrence is a true freshman. It's going to be a different vibe. <laughs> yeah, different. Yeah. And something else with all the other quarterbacks who played, they can move. And granted, he ain't a statue. He's not Tom Brady. No. But he's also not ready to take off. And... And if Clemson gets to Tua, if Tua, God forbid, went down, Jalen Hurts. You have a quarterback who technically beat that same front with more higher quality guys around them twice. Yep. <laughs> yep. That's why Clemson loses. Yep. Uh, 34-28, uh, Alabama. Trevor will throw a, a pick at the end on the last drive to win it. He'll lose. Alabama will win. Nick Saban will step down as head coach. I know I'm lying. I'm lying. I'm lying. No. You know better. But, yeah, 34-28 Alabama. He'll throw a pick. See, I want to go 
like 48-43. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. I think it's going to go on. They're going to they score some points. It's going to be high scoring just because of how last year game was with Georgia. I'm well, yeah. pretty sure. I mean, it wasn't high, but it was high enough. Okay. It was high. And on top of that, I don't think – this is why Georgia lost that game uh, because – and this is totally – to the left, but Georgia lost the national championship last year because of Jake Fromm. Jake Fromm's not good. I don't don't even think that, though. I'm sorry. I don't even think that, though. You want to know why Georgia lost that game? Why? It's, okay, it seems kind of dumb. It seems kind of like straightforward. They lost the game because of Tua. Okay, we get that. We know that. That play that he made to win that game. Oh, yeah, he threw was wide open. <laughs> this like, was long coverage. That was not like... The, the, that last play took no skill. From two. Took no skill from the wide out. It was just the quarterback playing how he plays because this whole year we've certainly seen he don't care who guarding you. He don't care how much coverage is on you. He don't care how many steps you have on him. He's going to let it fly. Mm Mm-hmm. It's either yours or nobody's. (laughs) It just so happened that on the one play, after he took a terrible sack, which could have lost said game, Mm -hmm. whoever was playing corners just got beat. Slipped, got beat, something, whatever. Oh, bro, I thought we was in corners. Blown (laughs) coverage, whatever. Like, that's why that game was lost. Because... All through that game, I watched that entire game, as all of us probably did. Georgia did everything it needed to do to win that game, except on that last play. And that's how these games come down. Who makes the one mistake at the wrong time? Fact. And how they respond. (laughs) And if you respond with field goals, you will lose the game. The one... Like the trait that makes Nick Saban greater than any other coach is he makes adjustments. A lot of them. <laughs> a lot of them. Which it sounds so simple, but to be a great coach, you literally just have to make in-game adjustments. And the proper in-game adjustments. And you know how you can do that? By paying a guy a lot of money to just be an offensive or defensive analyst. Um, And having former players who could have been pro or were pro now practicing with your team (laughs) and, you know, in... Coaching roles. I'm t- 
he does what he needs to do to make his team the best team. And, oh, don't be surprised with their offensive coordinator leaving to be a Maryland's head coach. Don't be surprised if Steve Sarkeesian comes right back he don't need to, to that role. Sark stinks. Sark was good, man. He was good. College role. He needs to be a college. He was good at SC. <laughs> After he left there is when it all just went down. He, he might have been on the line too while he was out there. But <laughs> but that's not obvious. Oh. <laughs> you gotta do what you gotta do to make it. <laughs> that's not obvious. That line man. had bro right. <laughs> Listen, Take man. Another one if you got too steep. <laughs> Man, we don't ain't do doing drugs. that, man. No, 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 no. Chill, chill, chill. Don't, don't, don't do drugs. Um, Y'all know I don't do drugs. So. Yeah, man. The uh, the national championship is set, man. We're going to see it comes on, I think, Monday, right? At 8 o'clock. We're going to see, man. Hopefully uh, hopefully we get a, a really good good game, man. Uh, I don't want to see a blowout. I never want to see a blowout, but I'm it's possible. Pissed. It it just won't happen just off of these two teams that are playing. The teams, the coaches, and the players. They've played in this game against each other yeah. multiple times already. That's the only thing that saves it from a blowout. Yep. Because if by some stretch Clemson slipped up and lost last week or the last game, and we were sitting here talking... Notre Dame and Alabama. Oh, God. I lie to you not. I would not be surprised if that score was 62 to 3 or 0. They weren't <laughs> scoring a touchdown. I can tell you that much. 3 or 0. Yeah, Maybe 6. That would have been a tough one. Maybe 6. I would have turned it off at halftime. Yeah. Yeah, man. There's no way. Credit to uh to those those teams those programs getting back into the championship. Uh, make sure we put some respect on Dabo's name because I don't think he gets enough credit. He doesn't. Uh, just a amazing coach, amazing offensive mind, uh, recruiter. Uh, oh, we, we really hope that number twelve for Clemson and number ninety nine for Clemson make some amazing plays. Yep. On Monday, because uh you know they're from the city. We want to see them do great. Kayvon and Clee. Just want to see a really good game. Want to see the guys from Richmond do do a really good job. Uh, but I think that's it, man. This was a great first episode of the year. <laughs> Starting off with some new energy. Um, definitely, definitely a good show, man. So, uh, guess we're gonna close this out, man. Uh, yes, sir. We appreciate everybody checking us out. Make sure you follow us. Hopefully, my quarterback be here next week. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Fourteen. When you hear this, man, make sure you make sure you slide through. Quarterback. Uh, follow us at Turn on the Tape underscore on Instagram and Twitter. Ronnie J fifty two on everything. You can get Ronnie J on there. Ronnie J, you be on social media, right? On everything. <laughs> I'll be on everything. Um, I'll be on all that. <laughs> all that. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, chill out. <laughs> Where you from, dog? Where you? All that. Oh, <laughs> oh, catch me at uh. Underscore Harvard Dropout on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, yeah, check us out. We should be going to digital very soon. Very. 
we will have that in the new year for y'all. So, so y'all can, can see my face. Uh, yeah. Not mm-hmm. mine. Yeah. Um, my face. Don't look at mine. Look at mine. <laughs> uh, definitely check us out, man. Um, got a lot of, got a lot of interesting folks coming through the pod. Um, in the new year too. So please be on the lookout for that. Hey man. Uh, stay tuned. Also, once the probably before the Super Bowl, we'll start doing a lot more draft stuff. Uh, I know a lot of people have been hitting me up, very interested in to hear our takes on a new class coming into the NFL. Uh, so we'll definitely have some draft info coming through. Um, I'm excited about the playoffs, man. Uh, this yeah. is going to be a good time. This is the best part of, part of football, in my opinion. We'll see, boss. Uh, so for Ronnie J, this is Chip. Uh, make sure you follow us. Check us out. We'll be posting this very, very soon. So for Turn on the Tape, this is episode 13. We appreciate it. Go. Yeah.